It's another summer episode of your favorite podcast. Talk about that. I'm John. This is Johnny. Hey. The summer. <laughs> so, hey. So the summer it reminds me when you talk about summer episodes. Do you remember like there'd be the fall episodes of a show? You'd see the premiere. Yeah. September, first week of school or whatever, you see the first episode of Happy Days. I'm five years older than you. I'm trying to remember what Dukes of Hazard, whatever it was. Yeah. You're very excited. But then by the time it gets into the fall, or the summer rather, they're doing reruns. Yeah. And you're like, oof. But somewhere in like the 90s, Fox got into this, like, let's do a summer season of some of these shows that are hot shows. And they did the summer episodes of 90210, and I could not wait to find out what was going to happen between Dylan and Kelly. Wow. And or Brenda. It's a love triangle. Well, and they took it at Melrose Place, same thing. And now I think there's just, didn't you say there's some shows that are just like, they're only summer Yeah, I can't seasons. remember. some cop show or something that was like only summer. Of course, everything's bingy now. You just binge watch 10 We're, episodes and then you're mad because you're like, yeah. why am I going to wait a year? Well, because you just consumed a year of content. Right. You're like, why can't they make it faster? And they're yeah. out there. It was Rookie Blue. That was the name of that show. It was a summer show. Rookie Blue. Yeah, there was a show called Rookie Blue. All right. That sounds like a kid's show. Oh, is it like a cop it's show? It's a cop show, yeah. Okay. <laughs> isn't, there a, isn't there a show about blue right now? What's Bluey. Bluey. Yeah, Seth was talking about it, Seth and Jeffrey, this morning. They have It's a children. big deal. Bluey is like, yeah. he's taking over. Oh, my goodness. Haven't it's seen not, it. That's not Blue's Clues. It's not. It's a different dog. It's a dog, though, right? I, don't, I haven't seen Bluey. My daughter turned 13 this week, so I'm not really Oh, okay, that's right. You're out of that. that. Yeah. What is she into? Oh, I mean. Because there's whole programming just for tweens now. Well, we watched some old school stuff actually for her. New to us, called, there's a show called Victorious. Okay. That is Victoria Justice is the main. It's like this Hollywood arts high school. It's actually super funny. Um, and then there's spinoffs of it. Even it's Nickelodeon. Oh right. So the one that it came from was iCarly. So iCarly came first. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think. Yeah. Then the same guy made Victorious. And then that was where Ariana Grande is on Victoria's set. So she has a role there as Cat Valentine. So that's like a, She's still on there? No, no, no. Okay, no. It's so like four before seasons. she got famous yeah. as a singer. But they sing. They all sing. And yeah, that, yeah. So it's a, it's a, that's how you get going. It's like the Mickey Mouse Club. They it's get an going arts in high school thing okay. you know, that they're right. in. So um, it's, it's very funny, very random and funny. So I don't know. I remember when I, Nickelodeon... I was a kid when Nickelodeon was a thing, the original Nickelodeon. Right. And, uh, Double Dare, stuff like that. Double Dare, you can't do that on television, you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sliming, everybody mm-hmm. got slimed. Uh, there was a thing called Turkey TV. I don't remember that. It was like a sketch show with interstitial like parody videos, and there'd be like little one-offs. It was almost like a precursor to, it feels almost like it's a precursor to like TikTok. It felt very quick hit. Hmm. Funny, but for, and that's where I first saw Dana Carvey do the Chopping Broccoli song. Really? Yeah, he was just like a stand-up, and uh, he did that bit on Turkey TV. And that was on Nickelodeon? Yeah, it was Nickelodeon. And then Nick at Night, which is like their 11 p.m. to 8 in the morning, they had to have 24-hour programming, and there just wasn't enough original shows. So they would show old black and white Jack Benny, Burns and Allen, George Burns, Gracie Allen. They would show all these old... The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis. So I grew up staying up late watching shows that were made in like the 40s and 50s. Hmm. And so a lot of people ask me, like, where do you get your comic timing? I used to watch Jack Benny. I love Jack Benny. Uh, Groucho Marx, You Bet Your Life. Yeah. Where he would host this game show and like the secret word of the day would come down. And that stuff really informed 
my sensibility of what was funny. Was like, and I was like 11 years old. Wow. So, but now Nickelodeon's got, like you said, everything is, they have programmings. There's a whole network just for like, you're 11 to 13. Here's 20 shows. Yeah. And they didn't have that then. They had like, you can't do that on television. And they had, you know, a few other things. Well, it's very cross-pollinating marketing too, because like Nickelodeon, I believe is NBC owned Universal. Uh Of course, then you have Disney, ABC, which is, so there's, there's competition because there's, there was a Disney show called Bizarre Vark. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard of Bizarre Mark. It was like two seasons. We watched that. When aren't she they was like? Younger. Aren't they like YouTube creators or yes. something? Okay, and they live in a dorm or something. Not they sure live they, in a house. Yeah, they don't call it YouTube. All right, it's a yeah. Same thing on Victorious. There's like it's the beginning of social media. It's They're like 2012, maybe it's not the beginning, but like every but that, and it teaches kids. Hey, this is what you should aspire. To. Yeah, it's called the Slap dot com. They all have their little pair phones instead uh, of Apple phones. Okay, and they like so every episode. The transition between scenes is someone tweeting, basically, uh, of, you know, right. what's happening. So, and it puts a little tweet phone up there, and then it goes. So it's like they use the social media posts as the anchor for the movement of the storyline. I just... Yeah. I need to get better at that, because that's the thing, is like, I'm on it, but I feel like I'm more of a consumer now of social media than I should be, and I need to, like, create and then just walk away. I need to get in that mindset i did a post the other day of like we were out for it was curry's birthday and we were out for like a hike we went to uh columbia there's some gluten-free place we ate there and then we went for a hike they have this great park and then we were leaving and we went to this gas station to get a water and there's this guy with his truck out front did you see this picture it's a pickup truck and it's piled so high full of like bikes and ellipticals and old kids toys and like a plastic little truck like you would put your kid in to run down the driveway and it's just pile it's so high it reminded me of the grinch's sleigh and it's not really like roped in it's just like dang it's like oh teetering and i'm like so i snapped a picture of it real quick and then i tweeted it out and put it on instagram and i said like i hope the grinch has a change of heart and returns this to whoville or whatever and then immediately when I posted it and the guy pulls away, I'm thinking that should have been a video. Like I should have videoed it and put like the Grinch music behind it. And yeah. but I don't think that you way. Like I'm thinking of it as pictures. Right. I just I don't think of it as a video thing. But so much video grabs people more, and I just need to get better at it. Yeah, I'm bad, John. I'm bad at this. I, you're talking to the wrong guy. I know, right? Yeah, just I mean, in general. I'm no, talking just to the wrong in general. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a long form content. Guy, yeah. I, the short form, again, I know it's a... Well, I mean, what's more short form than a picture, though? Really, I needed to be more long form than I was. I was trying to do yeah. a quick, like, I don't want to do my face to the camera and be like, you guys seeing this? Like, it bugs me, but at the same time, that's what... Gra- they want to see you react to the thing, and I'm just... I need to give more of myself. I don't know, again, how I feel about the fact that we feel a need to do something because that's what people want to see. Yeah, but I did think and it then, was funny, and I thought, yeah. well, this would be funny to share. It wasn't uh, like I thought, this will get me views. I wasn't thinking of it in a cynical way. I just thought, well, I want to share this, and a, a little meme was the best way I thought to do it, and there was a better option probably, and I'm not in that mindset necessarily. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a step behind. When you go on vacation, do you post about it? Sometimes. Now, I'm doing like Cancun soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We may, we may go All silent. All inclusive? 
All inclusive. Oh, right? well. Nothing but the best for <laughs> You can't hide the money. Hey, oh, schedule's back. No, it's not. It's coming slowly, coming back. <laughs> right now, you could probably go to Cancun for about three pennies on, because yeah. I mean, people are trying to sit, although it's starting to fill up again. Yeah, although, it, was, it, then, was, it wasn't. It's not. This is a nice place, but, uh, you know, our friend Jeffrey is a travel agent. And uh, so oh, yeah. he, he, hooked, he got me the hookup. I you don't mean travel, me Travelmation? Travelmation. Yeah, you, uh, you guys should check it out if, you, if you're booking a trip. He's great. He's and, unbelievable. And it was good because he kind of handled all the details, and I was just like, hey, here's my credit card. Travelmation could be a real sponsor. There you go. It, they should. Could yeah. and should. I mean, I think we, yeah. He's a listener, too, so why wouldn't he? Yeah. It's a perfect marriage of commerce yeah. and... Friendship. Just Quanania. Like, Wait. Nothing ever goes right. Quanania. I made it Christianese, didn't I? I'm sorry. I made it literally Greek to these people. <laughs> but no, so we're excited, but I'm a little weirded out about a couple of the features. Because first of all, you know, Curry and I both had uh, bariatric surgery. Right. Like, which I've talked about on the show. So I have a surgically altered, like, smaller stomach. Right. Okay. Now it relaxes some, whatever. Like, I can eat a meal, but I, I can't eat a ton. So when you go to these places, you're paying hundreds of dollars a night. But part of what you're paying for is there's food on demand yeah. in the room, out of the room, wherever. It's falling from the sky like manna. <laughs> but I can only, I'm very, I have a limited capacity for these things. Yeah. So I feel like some of this is going to be lost on me. Then there's a butler. Oh, wow. Which that feels weird. And I feel like the first day I'm going to be like, bro, don't, you don't need to pick that up. And by like day five, I'm going to be like, uh, my drink's a little low here. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna be very, I'll be very privileged by the end of the. I uh, it'll change me. I don't, I don't know how to not think of trips by the quality of food and the quantity. Like that's something I'm working on. Like when I'm working, I don't out, think it's wrong. There's a time to feast. Correct. There is a time. That's scriptural. That time has. Is that been, what we tell ourselves? They're like, hey, look, there's gonna be a yeah, lot the, of feasting. Pandemic got me into a consistent feasting mode. Yeah, and maybe it's it's to. I don't know. It became a coping mechanism, I think, to some extent. Like, these, the days just feel long and hard even still. Like, yeah. when I get to the end of the day and I'm just like, I don't. Like, okay, this is a classic, you know, John Driver food problem moment. I take Sadie out the other night and I'm like, I'm going to eat good. I like that you tell a story and you're like, this is classic me. This is classic dumb. Yeah. Like, as I'm saying, <laughs> how, this is dumb me. So I go, like, this is exactly the kind of crap that I do all the time. Yeah. So I go out, I'm going to eat keto that night, and I'm going to try to do good. And mm-hmm. so Sadie wants to go to this burger joint in town called ML Rose, which oh, yeah. you've been good to. Place. It's good well, I get there, I order the wings. She orders a burger, and then she wants queso and chips. The queso and chips come. Instead of having, like, one, mm-hmm. I eat, like, over half of this huge... You know, tray. chips are not on keto. No, just they're not for the listener for those who might of you be who trying don't. to dip their toe in the keto water. <laughs> you can't dip your toe in chips. Like that's, no, yeah. chips are off limits. So then the wings come, and I ate them too. Which so now, you're back in ketosis. Which is now it's just high <laughs> fat. It's like it's not it's not benefiting me without the low yeah. carb. And then I'm like, well, screw it. I've already messed it all up now. So uh-huh. when Sadie doesn't finish her burger, what do you think I do? I did take the bread off for some reason. I don't even know why I did it. It doesn't. It's not even logical at this point. Yeah, eat the bread. I ate the I ate the burger, and then I ate some of her fries. Like Johnny, <laughs> what is happening? Like why would I not? So and, and I blame. Like, you guys got ice cream here. You guys have dessert. I took her out for ice cream. I took her to a movie. Oh man, we saw. Um, this is great. You're a great dad. No, I'm you not. are. You're a good dad. No, it just it just was what it it, it we went and saw Space Jam too. Oh, okay, and then I took her to ice cream. 
So, yeah, the night started one way. How was Space Jam? You know what? I will say this. Have you seen it? I've heard it. it looks so corny to me, but I will say this. Yeah, it's what it is. I mean, what are you expecting? I told right. Sunny for what Sunny. This it's all the the Looney Tunes saying their catchphrases. And yes, and I love Looney Tunes. Yosemite Sam shoots the ball when they say shoot the ball, and he pulls out his guns yeah. and shoots the basketball. I was a big Bugs Bunny fan growing sure. up. So so, but I told Sadie, honey, this is going to be an awful movie. Yeah. Like you know, she goes, oh, I know. So we knew going oh, that's in. Neat. Yeah, that's she good was like, go. no, it's fine. And she, we both liked it. I mean, the graphics and the special effects were unbelievable. Yeah. And they really were. But I will say this. I feel mm. that LeBron James was twice the actor as Michael Jordan. Yes. So Michael Jordan's not. Right. But he, we were so... Uh, that was a little after our, our generation, I'd say. We watched Space Jam. Yeah, Michael Jam. Jordan had a very, like... Uh, he felt like he was reading the lines. There's yeah. less expected from our athletes than as far as, like, once they... You know, you didn't expect an athlete to have that. Of course, LeBron's done a million commercials. Right. So, I mean, Michael did too, but it just feels like, I don't know. A lot of people think LeBron's personality is corny. Like, he's very uh, aware that he is a, a voice of a generation or whatever. And so that pressure on him makes him be extra introspective in a phony way. Like, some people think that LeBron's kind of phony. I really like LeBron. And, of course, he plays for my team, but I've been a LeBron fan for a long time. Like, he started the I Promise Foundation. Like, I think he's done so much good. Yeah. We've talked about that before. He is Scott's tots, but he really did it. <laughs> like, he, he didn't just buy laptop batteries. He, he did all of it. Well, you know, his real family is in the movie. Okay. So his son. I didn't know, but I saw the trailer, and I was like, I wonder if that's his real wife yeah, and kid. Yeah, I want okay. to look it up. So his son, I mean, literally has the other starring role. Nice. And That's got to be pretty good to be able to get that for your kid and be like, well, and he, I'm going to make you famous. Put it this way. It wouldn't have surprised me if it wasn't his son because I thought that he, was that good of an he, actor. Did, he did that well. That's good. Um, it's I mean, in it the jeans, though, bro. It wasn't like, again, there were moments. Uh, Jeffrey did tell me today. Mm. Sorry, uh, Jeffrey, I'm trying to shame you. But he told me that he teared up. There's a part of the movie he teared up. And I don't want to say what it is because it'll ruin it. Oh, okay. But it kind of moved me, too. At the very end. And so, I don't know if that's just a dad thing. I don't, I don't know. I'm a softie, though. I cry and stuff. That's, I'm, it's not like necessarily I can just relate to all of it, but like I feel, I don't know, I'm, an empath- I'm more empathetic than I've ever been. I feel like I really just, I'm, I'm, it's easy to make me just boo-hoo. Yeah. I follow all these Instagram accounts or like people picking up dogs that are like skin and bones off the side of the road. And then I, sc- I scroll to the end. Usually I can't watch the whole video of them like cleaning up the dog and the dog's got scabs. I'll like scroll to the end because I want to see the dog be okay. Yeah. And then I'll be like just just Niagara Falls or yeah. whatever. You know, I love stuff like that. Well, then you should go see. I mean, it's there's only one part. But. I go see, here. I will say this. I go see movies all the time that I know are going to be bad just because I feel like, well, this will be a good carnival ride of whatever well, throw great. away cotton candy fun what was good about space jam is is we went back to the movies yeah that's the thing you know, it's like, you know you're yeah. gonna go back and sit in a recliner and like yeah i'm gonna take this hour and a half candy and, and after you've had your fries and your right, chips and, and then your... after we went to hawk and Doss afterwards but hey bro it's i can't know why i can't lose his weight his <laughs> <laughs> last 10 pounds I don't know. Well, you're so Space Jam, but so you're you're tailoring it though because you got we've got Nickelodeon, you got Space Jam, but now you're also what? Didn't you say you're watching Mad Men too? Not with Sadie. Not with Sadie. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like you gotta. It's a it's a tapestry. and I are in season three of Mad Men, of season eight, which is about it's Madison Avenue men from Madison Avenue advertising execs in the late fifties or early. Everybody 60s. knows what Mad Men is, John. Not necessarily. Okay. I know what it is. I've never watched it, but I know Don Draper. Yep. It's like the misogynistic the 50s, right? 
It's like 59 is the first season. Okay, so yeah, yeah, there's the everyone's smoking and drinking all the time. The whole time. Right. Pregnant women smoking and drinking. Your yeah. doctor smoking while he gives you a, a, an exam. Like yeah. everybody. Well, your lungs aren't looking too good. Yeah. He's blowing smoke. It's very, it's very, <laughs> the, the misogyny is like not just with the advertising. Yeah. Like you see. I mean, it's just fascinating. Like Mark Driscoll thought it was too far. That's how, um, <laughs> guys. That's a. <laughs> oh. No, here's the thing about John Hamm. He is he's kind of a a triple threat, not like sing dance act. He's got this like he's good looking, and he's like self deprecating. So he doesn't seem like a kind of guy that knows how good looking he is. Yeah. And then he's really funny. It's like he's been on Saturday Night Live multiple times, and he's hilarious. He's like Justin Timberlake, same thing. Yeah. Here's a guy that can do everything, and you're almost mad. You're like, Ugh. I hope he's unhappy. You don't want to be you're that. You're the madman. Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, and I'm weird by that. I, I got, I, and two, like, we've talked about this before, but, like, guys, we grew up with guys you almost never could acknowledge when another guy was attractive. Like, it was weird to even be like, yeah. oh, that's an attractive guy. Yeah, I think being married helps with that because she knows when guys are attractive. She Not tells that she, you. She doesn't tell but me. But you knew on your own. I think you didn't go and be like, I don't even know. Uh, Laura had to tell uh, me. No, no, I'm no. like that I one didn't. guy whose eyes way off said, <laughs> I don't know what attractive, you know what attractive guys are. Well, I think that narcissism in and of itself means that you only see others through the lens of your own insecurity to some extent. Mm. So therefore, yes, wow. if I'm fighting against my own insecurity, there's that a chance. I felt like it was directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> See, Johnny. I think that, you know, some of us are broken irreparably. (laughs) And uh, therefore, we project. (laughs) But think about it. You don't know. We didn't talk about other guys being good looking because it would, it would, it would verify and validate the greatest fears we had. And so you just keep focusing on yourself not being good looking. But like, like I go to the gym now pretty regularly and I'm working on it, but it's in and I'm in good shape. But for me, but. Like it's funny because Curry will go with me, and we work. And it's been so good for us. We go work out together, and we'll be on this machine. I'm waiting for her to do her set. She's waiting, and then she'll be like, "Look at that girl over there," and I'll be like, "What are you doing to me? What? I would, I didn't notice the girl. I don't look at other. I really right. don't. I'm mean, not that guy. Right. But she'll be like, "It's not like, oh, I want some tights like that. It's like, look at her butt. I'm like, what is wrong with you? But what's honest? If I'm honest." I'm more likely to look at another guy and see like his arms and be like, what's he doing to get those arms? See, I have this weird. Because I want his arms. Right. Right. You think, what's the, what's the secret of that? Yeah. That is certainly also then, that's just a different lens. Now I'm, I'm less insecure. I'm not yeah. going to say I'm secure. Just less insecure. To the point it's like, well, now I can, I, I have a more, I guess, um, realistic viewpoint of myself. No, I don't. I go talk to the guy and I'd be like, how do you do that? And now I'm on steroids. So <laughs> turns out that's how you do it. I see guys like we just left the beach, you know, I'll see guys all jacked up. And honestly, I have this weird judgment. Oh boy. Thing Here we go. Or I'll be like, I'll be like, how many books could they have written well, yeah. while they were doing those crunches? It is a strange, like my they could gosh. Have helped someone. <laughs> Yeah, how many hours did that guy spend to make that? I was like, I don't know if we've, I want it that bad. But we've talked about this before. Like, I'm terribly, if I do have a fear, it's that there's a correlating time that I'm adding to my life that is the exact amount of time that I've spent exercising. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I did a 30-mile bike ride two days ago, uh, and it's the longest bike ride I've ever wow. done by far. 
And I thought, this took me two and a half hours. What if I only added two and a half hours to my life? <laughs> and now my le- I can't feel my it's legs. It's a zero-sum game. Yeah, man. it is. Well, I, you know, my greatest fear is you're going to do all that stuff and not it's not going to matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it does matter. I have, I, I have yeah. vitamins I take, for example. Yeah. That, I don't know if I've told you this before or not, like one of those is CoQ10. Uh-huh. So CoQ10 offsets your statin. So mm. it doesn't. Allegedly. It doesn't. But you can get it at this Walgreens the key word. for five dollars yeah. or whatever. Coke ten supposedly. Like, how good can it be? I bought it next to like the chocolate milk. Re- <laughs> <laughs> it like re it like regenerates you know cellular things supposedly uh-huh. all that, and you're like someone's like, well, does that work? And you're like, well, heck, if I know, we'll find out if I don't die early. Yeah, yeah, like there's yeah. no. If I live to be 80, I guess like, huh, CoQ10 works, right. but there's no real... Oh, I'm one of those. I take vitamins, and I'm also like, I probably pee all these out, and it doesn't matter. Nah. Like, you get most of your vitamins from your food, and it's whatever. But but I'm not going to stop taking it. Uh, it's weird. I, I'm with you. I believe in it enough to do it. Well, I believe but it- I think if it was like $50 more a month, I wouldn't believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a threshold where I'd be like, I don't believe in that junk. Well, vitamins certainly are a, Maybe if they were more, I would think it was thing. better, though. I'd be like, oh, it costs this much. You know it's good. Because, like, if I can just pop two Wilmas, you know what I'm saying? Like, I take Flintstones. Right. I take Not jewels. the vitamins. Yeah, the, the I take actual Flintstones. <laughs> but if I can just take two Wilmas and be okay, but it costs me, like, 20 cents, that's one thing. But if I'm like, this is now, like, $10. See, I want to direct. Again, I need to know, what is it doing for me now? See, yeah. my, my Lipitor medicine, I, I know what it's doing now. I get my blood drawn. They're like, oh, you still have gravy in your veins. Right. Whatever. So, but it's a little less gravy. Because you took this Lipitor. So yeah. like there's a, there's a, but then they're like, oh, by the way, familial, um, the new research, familial cholesterol may not harm you at all. Oh, really? It's like, oh, you know. Interesting. May not matter too much. They still, though, recommend. Yeah. But that like, you well, buy the drugs from them. What, right. a, what a surprise. <laughs> Even though we have insufficient data on this, go ahead and give us your insurance number. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but yeah. I do, I will say this. I am on a – I was able to see the other day the cost for a doctor's visit with full blood work uh-huh. for a person who decided to self-pay. Mm-hmm. And I saw the two columns. Oh, you're self-pay. And so like literally for the labs that they would draw, yeah, it was like this lab, if you have insurance, will cost the insurance company $35 mm-hmm. with a slash. But if you're self-paying, it's 4 Right. And the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it's totally broken. That times 20. Broken. And I was like, okay, does it cost for, like, what does it, yeah. what's the, what does it actually cost to run that lab? Because you're just inflating things, insurance, so that they can justify, you know, me paying the premium or whatever yeah. they would pay to it in order to, because I, it's like, it's, it's all inflated. And I'm like, just I've charge got, everybody for I've got an inflated lab at home. He's part pit, but he, we overfeed him. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Toby. He's oh. hence type two. Wait, wait. No, it's uh, morbid to obesity. <laughs> <laughs> type two days of beaties for days. Of- <laughs> yeah, we feed him to me snacks. But uh, yeah, he's a inflated lab. But you're right. I got a, I got that happen the other day. Uh, Curry had some hormone levels or something run. And so we got the statement and it was like $140. But then it, I looked at the thing. It was like, before your discount, $2,500. i am like, for blood work? What are you doing with this blood? Right. What are you? Are you sending it to space? <laughs> well, we got to send this to the satellite. <laughs> Can only be spun up there. Yeah. Anything that you have in your 
documentation system is something that you do, obviously. I would hide that number. I would never show anyone that number because I would be like, if they see this, they're going to realize just how broken our health system is. It doesn't matter. You can't. What are you going to do differently? There's nothing. We can't. We have no option. We basically do. It's a high deductible plan. So it just gave us that little discount, but we still have to pay that out of pocket. So that whatever that final amount is. Guys, we're starting the reformation here. Wow. It's happening. The health reformation. Yeah. No one's tried it yet. So I just want to be, here's the thing too. You talk about like how you want to look and you know, judging other guys, I do think Dustin Nickerson had a bit about this, my comedian friend, about how like if you have, if you he has he thinks he has a dad bod, but he really doesn't. He's actually pretty fit, but he's like, I have a dad bod, but I'm a good dad. And if you don't, if you have a good, if you have a good body, you're you're a bad dad <laughs> because you're not you're taking the time that you should be picking up your children and you're working on your lats or whatever. <laughs> and so he has these t-shirts that he sells say. Uh, dad, dad bod, bod good, good dad. dad, and they sell like hotcakes, which what? people with dad <laughs> bods. How you got the dad bod? By the heck out of so. I do think it's harder to eat good. Yeah, with a kid, I can imagine. Well, in the beginning, you're just trying to get him to eat, take another bite, and yeah. then you end up. I'll take a bite, you take a bite. <laughs> <laughs> Let me model this behavior for you. <sighs> well, again, like she wanted Chick Fil A yesterday. Yeah, and I got a salad. Well, how many things when you're when she's little did you buy going, you'll like this, she takes one bite, doesn't like it, and now you're, you're it's sitting in front of you. Oh, yeah. A Chick-fil-A sandwich. Or she's she's little, like, I don't like pickles. You're like, well, I, I guess I, I got a, I got three quarters of a chicken sandwich, don't I? I can't let this go to waste. <laughs> yeah, the key is, is you grab it too soon. Yeah. Laura will look at me like, not yet. Oh. She's not, <laughs> she's not done. She just took a break. I was like, no, she, she disengaged great. for three minutes. That's you know? amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably you don't want to jump the gun. There's a video of that on Instagram where these dogs, and of course they got hate comments because that's how people are on the internet. No one can just enjoy you feeding your dog something a treat. So it was ice cream time for these dogs. So they have a cone. Have you seen this video? Uh-uh. It's two dogs, one little dog, one li- one big dog's in the back, like a lab, yellow lab. So the little dog's like licking. Okay, all right, Titus, or whatever the little dog's <laughs> name was. All right, buddy. Okay, and then the other dog's like waiting. He goes, hold on, hold on, Shep. And then five more, two more licks. And she, so the little chihuahua gets done. And then you go, okay. And then Shep goes, crunch, (laughs) just like the whole, like bites down on the ice cream. That was you. You're Shep. (laughs) You're waiting for Sadie to finish. Oh, man. Yeah. She's the chihuahua in that analogy. Yeah. I wonder if I just, what if we just enjoyed life and food? I don't. What if, like, why do we feel bad about it? Yeah, there's like. There's uh, there's a shame associated with well I think I don't know maybe it's there's a religious shame based in overindulgence because gluttony is wrong or whatever it's a sin yeah but then there's just like obviously I'm trying to learn more empathy and I feel like I'm more empathetic than I've ever been but humble too I'm saying like I'm learning that I've not appreciated other people's journeys I've only looked at them from the lens of my own experiences for most of my life. And now I'm like, oh, there's just different people with different shapes and sizes and different family histories and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like looking at them being like, well, if they would just get X, Y, Z in order, you don't say it, but you half think it like, well, if they would just correct their stuff and then you go, well, I haven't corrected my stuff. Like I have a million things that if people knew the real, you know, context behind my issues, I hope that they would feel grace and empathy towards me, yeah. yet I'm not extending that to other people. So I'm really trying to learn that. 
So, but along the way, you're like, yeah, there's just, we feel shame for things that we ought not feel shame for sometimes. Well, I don't know if I said this last week, but when we look at our photos, I see the first thing I see in my last 15 years of photos is whether I was fit or not. Yeah. It's like the first thing I notice, not uh, like if it's almost like I evaluate my my value mm-hmm. in that time by yeah. whether or not I was. <laughs> or even if you were, for, even if you were having a great time in that photo, mm-hmm. you look back and go, "Yeah, but that guy had to have been unhappier." Like I have photos that are coming of my time up now from before, like when I was at my heaviest, uh-huh. and they're like beach photos because uh-huh. I went on a beach trip with my nieces, and I'm playing in the ocean with my niece on this gigantic inflatable like uh, peacock uh-huh. float and I'm jumping on it and falling out the waves are taking us over and I'm over 300 pounds I'm doing the wear the shirt at the beach thing you know yeah. the black shirt just burning up at the beach because I was like eh this is how I do and I'm looking at those photos and I, yeah you're like I'm evaluating like how much more fun would that beach trip have been if I could go now and re-? you know that's stupid yeah, that's a dumb. That's a dumb response to that. Instead of being like, "What a great time with my niece," I'm putting it in this lens of like, "But how much better if I had the perfect body and the perfect like?" Stop it. I don't know how to stop that. It's because it, I feel as if I have a pretty decent grasp on the problem, but there is a. It, 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 but it's reinforced I, I, everywhere, so it's like you can know the thing. But but I know it is reinforced everywhere. So again, I'm I'm like the king of thinking. Well, if I could just think, yeah, you can't out. If I could just some, think differently yeah. about this, just think differently, just uh-huh. think differently. And it's like I I don't know how right it is. It's one of those. Look, the last year and a half. And this sounds like excuses to me. It does. It sounds like excuse to me. But you know, I'm not as fit as I was. Because I stopped working out as much and started eating more, but also the world blew up around us. Yeah. And oh, I don't think anybody should feel bad about I was gaining of, weight during COVID. Yeah, My gosh. But, just but, just that you made it out, you should feel like. Yeah, but, what, but, but when, though, that's the thing. I'm trying to go back to quote-unquote normal, and I've done it a couple weeks, but it's like Laura calls it, and I know she's not the only one who comes up with that term, but that people are languishing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not half our listeners probably are like, oh my God, you're talking about the, the pandemic No, at but there all. is a like, PTSD vibe to it. Like you're still coming up, but you're like, is it still? And it, what is my reaction compared to others? And am I being judged for my reactions? Well, Megan, we had an elder this week whose sister-in-law died. Yeah. yeah uh, two days ago. Yeah. Oh, yesterday. You know, and you go, you know, with the Delta variant and all these things, I mean, um, in, in other countries, and again, I'm, writing with a guy who does a lot of work in Ethiopia. I mean, it's out of control. Yeah. What's happening in Cuba? There's a false sense of security a little bit, I think, among, you know, there, there, again, I can walk into a restaurant now without a mask, you know, or whatever. And so it's this, uh, okay, but I don't feel normal. And the patterns I'm in from that other period are harder to break out of than I thought. Right. You know, and then you put into the middle of that, in in my particular world, you know, really having a, a complete change of heart and coming to humble myself into a point of education on some social issues, especially racial issues, as I'm about to, you know, I mean, I dove headlong into a lot of things I should have dove into years before. 
that all happened. All this. it's like, man, you just you just come out. Church is a funny thing. I told the church this morning when I spoke because we're doing this on a Sunday. You know, any given week right now, we can have double or half. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. We could have we have, we literally have had double. Oh, one week and the next week it's double, and the next week it's half. And there's no like rhyme or reason to it. There's no you know. Some people, I think, I don't, I don't know. All I those. just want to say I was there this morning. You were, and I want full credit. It's great. And I want I, my Jesus gold star. You got it. You got it. Thank you. But you just don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so much you don't. The variables feel, um, kind of. It's hard. It's hard for me to calculate them all. So if you can't even calculate all the variables, but, the, but all I hear when I say it, the, 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 I do. I can't wait to talk about parts language a little bit from the book I'm writing on Enneagram stuff, but we talked a little bit about, we have parts. There is a part of me that shame that feels such shame over not just sucking it up, quit making excuses, Yeah, you know? Um, but I'm telling you, it's harder than I thought to just shake some stuff. And you have said multiple times, and I'm so extremely proud and happy in your world. Not that you haven't had the hard times too, but you went in very fit and you, you went into this. Yeah, I went in. I was just starting to get fit, and I wanted to not – my goal was not to gain weight during the pandemic. So, And I started running every day or whatever. Yeah. And so that was right when it started because I, no, I had nothing but time too, so I had no excuse. Yeah. And so that was part of it too, and I realized that I'm in a, that's a special situation. Like my buddy Rick was the same way. Like he's usually gone 300 days a year, 250 days a year, and now it went down to like 50 days. He was gone probably in – 2020 so he just started riding a bike and now he rides like 50 miles a day or whatever he just got into it because he had time and it was like his time for himself to recharge and uh so he kind of gave that gift himself and it became something that was a really positive force but um but that's not to say i didn't like have other stuff i definitely had definitely dealt with but yeah that was that was a gift because i if i had not been working out when it started I just can't imagine. It would have been brutal. So it was part of a coping. It was not just about like, I can't spiral here because I'll ruin all the results from, you know, this, all this work I've put in. It was more like, I need to go take a walk and like clear my head. No, and that is. Because the world's on fire. That's what the exercise is for me. It's above, above all else. It's the, the soul, Mm -hmm. the moment, you know, everyone doesn't get it the same way I get, you know, but. I have not tended to my soul as well. There have been seasons I did in all this. I've not tended to it all because my physical health, I, mean, I think I'm trying to figure, I think you're hearing the tension. I'm trying to figure out if my physical health plays too much into my perception of my overall yeah. well-being right? Um, or my overall value. And Probably. But that's probably very, uh, that's human. Yeah, well, it's, it's, like if you see this, if you see somebody who's like looks like a sick vessel or whatever, you're like something. It's probably deeper going on there. Even if it's not, even if you go, oh no, this person's just having a bad month, or they just they wear Golden Corral last night. You know, you can't make all those judgments just based on like appearances. But we just that's what we do. I mean, that's in the you know, man looks on the outward, God looks on the heart. That's what we do. It's true, and we look on our own outward and judge harshly. Yeah. And it's crazy because I look at my daughter. The hardest part is you have a bad heart, too. So it's like, even if I was going to be like, yeah, John may, you know. But your heart. John's not running like he used to, but also he's wicked. He's, 
<laughs> he's a terrible person. <laughs> His heart's black. And no, corroded. what were you going to say about your daughter? Well, you know, it's funny. She's at the age now where we can look at pictures when she was little. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Lauren always laughed. Said he didn't have a lot of awkward stages she, mm-hmm. yet, at least. I mean, she's just you know been a very unusually beautiful child. You know, she had before she got her braces. I guess she had you know the classic. You know, gaps in her teeth and stuff that little kids have, which are cute as a button because he's a little kid, you know. Mm-hmm. But she's at the age now where she can look at the Amazon photo that's scrolling on the screensaver or whatever and go, oh, my gosh, you know, she sees herself at four or five. Right, and, right. And that's when, as the father, I go, all I see, like, is beauty. Yeah. And I remember that trip or I remember that picture, that moment. I don't care whether you were in an awkward place, like there's no awkward place. You know, even the awkward place to us is, you know, um, it's not like I see everything as, as wonderful, but I, it's funny when you can look on one that you love and you kind of get a God perspective, I think, of – the truth is I, I, the idea that I worry as much about my physical – not just appearance, you know, but those things, I mean, that has to be almost comical to the father because <laughs> you know like he's looking at an eternal timeline you know and, and so like there's a there's yeah. a what, what does this matter i mean he's he can, got your time hop from before you were born now <laughs> but doesn't he when though? you were but a gleam <laughs> i've read somewhere the day that the reason god can declare you to be something you're not yet is because time is his own construct Meaning he's not – he doesn't read you like a book from – he's not in the middle of the book. Not, okay. Not knowing what the ending is. But there is a – the ending as – and we've said this before, I'm sure, but it's as if the ending has already happened. Like he knows the entire story. So if you know – like if you watched a movie and the hero was a jerk in the beginning yeah. and through the course of time, something transforms the hero into the guy – or the girl that they needed to be, then when you leave the theater, you go, oh, that he, that's a hero, you know, because you saw the ending. So if, if there's an ending that can be seen, hmm. then you're not caught up in the middle of all the bad stuff, you know, you see. Of course, it's not like we redeem our own stories. Obviously, that's what he's doing. He's redeeming it. So. I thought you were saying I was a hero. Johnny, I think what I'm saying is, is I'm <laughs> in the middle of your story, Okay, and I want to leave the theater. Oh, it's, you're giving me a LeBron James. This feels like an expositional part, and I'm going to go pee. Uh, this feels like it doesn't matter. I had to pee uh, during we walked, we saw Black Widow. Oh yeah, was it good? It's very good. It's Marvel, so it's very like it's what you think it's going to be. It's very like great effects, good story. It, but it's like a roller coaster ride. And it's not like I want to see that eight more times. But it's great that you saw it. You know. But it is, uh, it's one of those movies where you're like, where do I go? Like, cause I'd had way too much Dr. Pepper, diet, Dr. Pepper, diet, Dr. Pepper. And I'm mm. just like chugging soda at lunch and I should have known better. Yeah. Bring me one to go. And then I'm like, you get in the movie and you're like, I'm not going to make it. Mm, I am the one to go. I think I went four times. Wow. You missed most of the movie. I don't know what happened. Uh, it involved <laughs> about a, spider? A, a black widow. Okay, so here's my story. The other day, I get up, I open my garage door, and I can't remember if the spider was in my garage 
or if it was like on the outside and getting ready to come in. But standing in front of me as I open my garage door, getting ready to go to my car, is the biggest spider I've ever seen in my life. Ever. Like I'm talking missions trips too included. And it wasn't just big. It was like, it was as big as my hand, but it was fat, like in the middle. It was like meaty, like a tarantula. It's like a tarantula. And I was like, I'm going to die. It wasn't, it wasn't coming towards me. So I was like, it was letting me move around to try to figure out what I was going to do with it. Wow. And I decided it wasn't one of those things where I was like, I'll get a jar and scoop him up. Even if I wanted to be that guy, cause I want to mm-hmm. kill it because I want it to be gone. So I know it's not going to come back into my home. I'm not one of those people like let's release it into the woods. Right. It came once. It's a spider, but burn your house down. But <laughs> I, even if I wanted to be that person, as I was dancing around like a person, I thought, it's so big. What if it does make a sudden movement when I go, I'll have a heart attack, I'll die. Spiders don't. I don't do well with spiders. Yeah. So I go over to this spider, and I realize I'm going to have to just, like, kill it. But it's so big, I, I don't want to step. If I squash it with my shoe, it's one of those, like, mm. it's so big that I thought, this will make, like, a mess. And it's if, what if I miss? What if it overpowers me? Like, it's that big. So I decide... I'll find a, there's a book, a manual to my Hyundai, my new Hyundai. It's in my garage sitting on the shelf and I grab it. I'm just going to like from up high, drop it (laughs) on this spider. You know, it weighs a pound and a half. I'm like, this will kill it. I hope. When I drop this thing on this spider. Oh no. Probably a cabillion babies come flying out of this thing. And now they're swarming everywhere. And so this thing was massively pregnant, and that's why it wasn't moving fast, because it was getting ready to just be with child, children. Children. And so... You really had to burn your house down there. Now I'm trying to, like, they're they're coming in the garage and out of the garage. They're in the driveway. Some of them are in, and they're tiny. They're tiny, tiny babies. But I'm just like, do I step on... I don't know what I'm doing. It's a a weird mass spider genocide that I'm having to commit now. But I was all in, and I was like, I can't. It was gross, but it was terrifying because it's like some out of a movie. Yeah, it's this pulsing, yeah, pulsing pregnant predator oh. coming into your. That's a, that's a very. I actually killed one same day at the same exact thing right at the garage door. Yeah. Babies came out to oh, one no. side or the other. Yeah, it was horrible. Oh, no. And then I'm dancing around like a, some weird yes, Lord of the something, Lord of the dance, <sighs> Lord of the spiders. Ugh. Yeah, gross. I don't. Dimitri Martin had a great bit the other day uh, about how when he sees a spider web, you know, you get caught in a spider web, and you're like, ah, ah. he goes, <laughs> I like to. What I like to do is because he goes, like, we're the one of the only things that like gets caught in a spider web that it's not like immediate death. Like you're caught in the spider web, your lunch. He goes, I like to like when I get caught up in it. Sometimes I'll be like, oh no, I can't get out. Just so the spider's like, I'm set for life. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, hey, I forgot to tell you something. Yeah. I uh, have a little snoring problem, which you... Oh, no, I didn't know this. You snore? Oh, especially since the weight gain. Oh, no. And so if if Laura has sleeping disorders... Is this going to be a CPAP story? They have a... Listen, I told you about Ace's collar. Yeah. Okay. I'd say he puts the cute in electrocute. Yeah. The other day I'm on something and I find a anti... You're on and, something, and, and like a, like a drug. social media or something. <laughs> anyway, I was on something. I, Some guy gave it to me. I found this anti-snoring device. Oh, boy. That is a TENS unit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard these. And it, it sticks to uh-huh. your chin. Yeah. And if it picks up the snore volume, it basically shocks your vocal cords mm-hmm. back into, I bought one and I used it. <laughs> I tried to use it last night and uh, I, I think it shocked me once. You're punishing you're punishing yourself for well, it's something to, you're doing naturally. It's supposed to not wake you up. Talk well, about shame. It's I'm like, not. No, sir. <laughs> you will not snore in this house. <laughs> my wife has a sleeping disorder. If she wakes up, my story never wakes her up. It sounds like you have a sleeping disorder. <laughs> She's I'm normal. developing one because so she will wake up and if I'm snoring she can't go back to sleep. Yeah. So it's not like give her the remote, let her shock you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't stay on because my beard. It wants me to shave my beard. And Johnny, I'd rather Wait, snore. What? It goes on your chin. So this it, is insanity. I'm not. I'm gonna try it again tonight, and if it doesn't work, I'm sending it back. Put this conductor jelly under your chin. <laughs> now. Have some rest. <laughs> Try to get some sleep. Get some shut eye. It came off last night, but I did feel it once. You're not supposed to feel it. Did you're, it hurt? No, you're supposed to just. You're supposed but to. But it jars even, you awake, no, right? No, 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 no. Oh, it's, it makes you. You just, set. You have to play with it. You set it and forget it. You you set it and forget <laughs> the who wrong, you are. The wrong it's shock a jaw. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a. It's supposed to just gently mm. sort of bring your. I don't know. Uvular. Gently epiglottis or whatever it is back there back into you know alignment because it breaks the muscles this feels like it's terrifying to me i'm well i'll report back next like something out of one of the saw movies next week i'll report back want to play a game (laughs) (laughs) when i got it lars like you got what yeah yeah i'm gonna i am now like the dog i have my own shot collar so yeah that's tough yeah it's uh you're gonna end up with a CPAP. i don't think so but i don't know i just need to lose the weight back to its full circle maybe that would probably help so and i need her to just sleep so that would help too i'm fine with the snoring but didn't keep her awake i don't know any different you know what yeah, i'm saying it's true you're sleeping better than she is probably yeah that's snoring yeah. very restful uh, i don't know well good luck with that you've got uh you got a lot on your plate yeah <laughs> literally I do have a lot. You have a lot on your plate because you've had too much on your plate. I've had too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, there's your book. Oh my goodness! When you've got a lot on your plate because you've it's like a book on fitness that you'll write next. Yeah, when you get a lot using on your, your plate. own story. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You've got I, a lot on your plate. I, I would tell you something. I'm writing the first part right now, yeah. so for sure, I'm I am making the stories that will make this <laughs> worthwhile. Yeah, I, it's great. It's great to be on your journey, John. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope you've enjoyed listener being on our journey today. We know you've got a lot on your plate and we appreciate you listening. You can find all the archived episodes at talk about that mm-hmm. Also links to our Patreon where you can kick in a few shekels. If you want to help us make more content, yep. we love making the show, but look, it's not, uh, it's not exactly free for us to make. No. We're taking time out of our day because we care about you. Yeah. The consumer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to help, that's fine. If you can't help, I know we know it's no, lean fine. times for some people. We don't ever want to shame or guilt you or no any of those bad words. Uh-uh. None of the bad words. <laughs> but but if you feel altruistic today. Oh. Philanthropic. Oh. Um, He's rich. Yeah, check it out and leave us a review as well and uh, comments and send us any questions or topics or things you would like to hear us talk about. We'd be happy to do so. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Thanks for listening, though. We'll see you next week on Talk About That.
Hey there, it's Nicole Eunice from the How to Study the Bible podcast, and I'd love to invite you to join us as we weekly discover a passage of God's Word together. From beginning to end, from principles to practicals, we are here to make sure that God's Word is powerful and relevant to your life. If that sounds like something you're looking for, I would love to invite you to subscribe. You can go to lifeaudio.com and search How to Study the Bible, and we'll see you there.